0: Hey, friend, thanks so much for stopping by for some community time around the fire pit. I've got some Tennessee white oak going. I'm going to run inside and get us both a cup of joe. Well, you're listening to Guad Dot Rocks, God, of the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you've got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is season 11, episode 232, title. The Center of It All, Part 2. I didn't start out to have a Part 2. It just so happens that the next podcast I was working on fits perfectly as a follow-up to the last podcast, episode number one of The Center of It All. Subtitle, Empowering Encouragement Now, number 34, Jesus is the Light. And before we get into the podcast, I'm excited to say that there are only 129 days, four hours, 34 minutes, and counting until Christmas. The other day, my grandson, my oldest grandson was here. We were working on a Lego model. When we bought the Lego model, we were not aware it had 49 steps to it, but it turned out to be three hours of good fun with my oldest grandson, who is now, I believe, five years old. But it was cool because as we were working on the podcast, he started singing out loud Christmas carols, unprovoked by me, Mr. Christmas. I did find out later that he was singing Christmas carols with his father earlier that day, who is a quintessential musician. So he's catching the bug. He's already got Christmas on the mind. I do. And I'm telling you, friend, the way the world's going, it's not too early to celebrate the birth of Jesus and all the joy that Christmas brings. So I'm going to keep you posted. I'll be changing the show intro, probably to have some Christmas themes involved in it a little bit just to get you in the mood. But Anyway, on with the podcast. Jesus is the light, the center of it all, part two. I encourage you to listen to this episode once through uninterrupted, then go back and listen to each point, pause the podcast, and meditate on all this truth and what it means to you personally, individually. I want to encourage you let it pour the peace of Christ over your soul. Quietly contemplate the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, as the light. This is profound. He's not only the light of heaven, the Bible says he's the light of the world. Revelation 21 verse 23 says the city, talking about heaven, the new Jerusalem does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it because the glory of God illuminates it and its lamp is the lamb. In John 8, 4, Jesus says of himself, he says, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness but will have the light of life. And dear friend, right now, in the midst of all of the craziness, every time you turn on the news or you look on your iPad or your iPhone or your desktop, there's something else crazy that's going on that's just over the limit of anything I've ever seen in my life. And friend, in this time, we need light. We need the shedding of darkness. And Jesus is the answer. For just a few brief moments, let's focus our mind on Jesus, the light of God, the Lamb of God, the light of heaven, the light of the world. First of all, light in the scripture is the emblem of joy. The joy of the saints in heaven is comprised in this. Jesus chose us, he loved us, bought us, cleansed us, robed us in righteousness and garments of, raiments of white, as it says in the Bible. He kept us, glorified us. We are here entirely through the Lord Jesus. Each one of these thoughts shall be to us as refreshing as the giant grapes. The Bible says that the twelve spies of Israel brought back from the valley of Esco to the camp of Israel as a specimen of the fruits of the promised land. Number two, the light is also the cause of beauty. Nothing of beauty is left when light is gone. My friend, think about it. Those who are cast into the outer darkness of hellfire, there is no light that comes forth from the fire. Total outer darkness. Without light, no radiance flashes from the diamond wedding ring. No luminous ray proceeds from the beautiful pearl. Just as all the beauty of those of us who are saints above comes from Jesus. And dear friend, just remember, though we're here still earthbound, The Bible says that we are seated in the heavenlies with Jesus. The famous author, Watchman Nee, wrote a lot about our position as Christians. And you you need to check out some of his books. His name is Watchman Nee. That's what they called him, N-E-E. Like the planets of our solar system, as saints, we reflect the light of the sun of righteousness. The sun of righteousness, S o n. We live as beams proceeding from the central orb. Now, stop for just a minute. That is a fantastic thought that we, as saints of God, live as beams of light proceeding from the central orb. I'm talking about Jesus. If he withdrew, we must die. If his glory were veiled, our glory would come to an end. Number three, light is also the emblem of knowledge. In heaven, our knowledge will be perfect but the Lord Jesus himself will be the fountain of it. The dark providences of God, never understood before, will then be clearly seen, and all that puzzles us now will become plain to us in the light of the Lamb. My friend, our first moment in heaven will be a massive unfolding of revelation, wisdom, and knowledge that will spontaneously erupt in harmonious hymns of praise, glorifying the God of love. Friend, you may be going through one of those times of the dark providences of God. You can't understand why something is happening to you. But remember, one day it will be clearly seen, and all that puzzles us now will become plain to us in the light of the Lamb. Number four, light also means manifestation. Light manifests. It reveals. It makes plain. In this world, the Bible tells us it does not yet appear what we shall be. God's people are a hidden people, but when Christ receives us, his people, into heaven, he will touch us with the wand of his own love and change us into the image of his manifested glory. His resurrection power is explosive and instantaneous. Jesus needs no lead time or tire burn like at a drag strip raceway to reach maximum speed of the delivery of his love and rescue. Here we are poor and wretched but what a transformation we will experience. Here we're stained with sin, but one touch of his finger in heaven and we will shine as bright as the sun and as clear as crystal. Wow, let this truth sink into your heart and soul. What a manifestation. All this proceeds from the exalted Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus is and always will be the Lamb of God. His sacrifice on our behalf to pay for our sins that makes all this manifestation of glory possible is something that will be known and celebrated for all eternity. My friend, this tells us just how infinitely explosive the power was that raised Jesus from the dead and that gives us resurrection life. Whatever there may be of radiant splendor, Jesus shall be the center and soul of it all. I love that phrase. Friend, there's life in this phrase. There's light in this phrase because it is the truth of God. Whatever there may be of radiant splendor, Jesus shall be the center and soul of it all. What a day it will be to be present and to see him in his own light, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.